Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about what it means when you see a bulge in your metatarsal bone when you've had a stress fracture and you get an x-ray. So the big question is this, how are runners like us, who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. Okay, now before we get started, I just wanted to mention, because I'm probably going to forget about this, I've created something for you that might be really helpful if you have a metatarsal stress fracture. Basically, what I created is a PDF worksheet that will help you decide when you can run if you have a metatarsal stress fracture. I also created a video walkthrough that shows you exactly what you're doing when you go through that worksheet so that you can really make decisions about when you're going to be healed enough to run with a stress fracture and what you can do to accelerate that process. So go to the show notes for this particular episode, download the PDF and watch the video and it'll help you work through that so that you can get back on track. I recently got an email from a patient who had done a consultation, thought they had a stress fracture, they got x-rays, and then when he looked at the x-ray with the doctor, he actually saw that there was a bulge or a knot in the metatarsal bone when he was looking at the x-ray. And of course, this bulge or knot in the bone was right where he had had pain that was actually a metatarsal stress fracture. Well, as you know, metatarsal stress fractures are really common in runners. And you have to figure out when you're getting an x-ray, when you're doing evaluation yourself, if you sign up for the stress fracture course for runners and you're trying to figure out, is it okay for you to run on it? Is it really bad? Is it not really bad? And then you wind up getting an x-ray. You have to take that information and decide, is that a good thing or is it a bad thing? And that was really what the question was from this runner who called me for a consultation. He just wanted to know whether or not that knot in the bone meant that it was stronger or that it was weaker or if he should do something about it. Is there some way that, to make the knot go away? All those kind of things. And I thought it might be useful for you to understand that. Well, the first thing is when you get a stress fracture and you get an actual tiny little crack in the bone, what happens is that you get bleeding in, in that little crack and that forms a blood clot that gets collagen growth into it and it forms what we call a soft callus. Then over time, your body starts laying down more and more bone and calcium around the soft callus and it becomes hard callus. And when you get a knot around the stress fracture, supporting the stress fracture, it's basically like your body's form of spot welding around the stress fracture to stabilize it, make it stiffer and support it. And so when you look at it on an x-ray, you'll see that there's this bulge in the bone. And as long as it's solid and you can see these little wavy lines across there that we call trabeculation, well, then we know that it's stable, it's strong, it's actually supporting and reinforcing the bone. And in that moment, when you see that, you know that it's okay to run on it for sure. The problem is that's what most doctors do. When they get an x-ray with a stress fracture, they see you repeatedly do multiple series of x-rays, and they're waiting to see that hard, solidified bone callus that's reinforcing and stabilizing the stress fracture, and that's when they let you run. 
Now, you don't always have to wait for that. So that's what we walk you through in the metatarsal stress fracture course to help you understand how it is that I make those assessments on people when I see them in person and push on the bone, test the bone, remove stress from the bone, see how you respond, all that kind of stuff. So you don't just have to wait for x-rays. That's sort of the longest possible way to get back to running is to just wait for you to see what doctors call radiographic signs of healing or this stable bone on an x-ray. But once you see it, to answer this guy's question, if you see it and it's solid and it's stable, then that's a good sign and you can certainly run on it at that point. Now there is a situation where you have this big lump of bone where it's actually a bad sign. And that is where you have somebody who had a stress fracture, they just continue to ignore the pain, you continue to run on it anyway, you notice that it's swelling, you notice that it hurts, you ice it and the pain goes down a little bit. So you just keep doing this routine of ignore it, run, ice it, ignore it, run, ice it. And that creates a lot of motion in an area where you already have an injury to the bone. You continue to irritate the bone. You're continuing to apply the same damaging stress to the bone without any modification. And it predictably gets worse. And then as it gets worse, you can actually get a little crack in the bone that is a true stress fracture. Well, then if you keep running on it and it develops into a big visible crack on the x-ray, well, then it's actually a what we call a pathologic fracture, where it's actually broken in two pieces. And at that point, when you have that there, that's a real problem because it can move. And if you keep moving it, your body will try to form that lump of bone around it. And if you get a huge lump of bone, that's what we call a large bone callus. And a large bone callus is often indicative of excess motion at the fracture, and it's actually a sign that the bone is actually not healing. So you know your x-ray alone, just saying if you have a lump or you don't have a lump, doesn't tell you whether or not you can or cannot run. It depends upon whether or not it looks like stable callus and a stable lump of bone, and it's usually not huge when you have that, but if you have a huge callus that's forming around the stress fracture, that's often a sign of too much motion and a sign that somebody should back off the activity and let the thing heal. Check out the show notes for this episode, and you can check out the stress fracture course for runners. If you think you have a stress fracture and you want to get back to running, you just have to understand the ways to decrease the motion, stress, and irritation to that bone if you really want to get back to running as quickly as possible. If you think you have a metatarsal stress fracture and are trying to figure out how to run, I've created something for you I think is going to be really helpful. Basically, what I came up with is I created a one-page, 10-question PDF stress fracture self-assessment for runners. So you can print it out, you can get it, it's at the bottom of the show notes. Just go to this episode, go to the show notes, and you can get it, and then print out the PDF, and then there's also a video there where I actually walk you through the whole set of questions and how they help you and what you need to really write down and answer in order to really make an assessment about how you can decide when you can run if you have a metatarsal stress fracture. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me, and then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.